0: Let us enter into the worship of the Lord this morning with joyful sobriety. You may turn in your Bibles to the minor prophet of Jonah. The minor prophet of Jonah. It is a privilege to be in God's house, and God's temple today. Your past assemblies that you have attended in your life must be either forgiven, because you didn't give the Lord the zeal you should have, or they must be forgotten, because we're supposed to forget those things which are behind that were good achievements in our lives. You will never have this opportunity again. Today may be the last time that we or you will assemble Let us prove that we are not reprobates by the love and zeal we show the Lord and we show each other in this congregational form of worship. Today is about God's salvations from Isaiah. God's church was captive in mighty Babylon, 1,000 miles from home. Isaiah 46 God mocked Babylon's idols. 47, God mocked Babylon's sorcerers. God made a huge difference in two virgin daughters. If you were paying attention in your reading last evening, Babylon is referred to as the virgin daughter of Babylon. You already know about the virgin daughter of Zion. A conquering king was sent with an army to ravish. And I will probably choose that weaker term for what I mean. A mighty king was sent with an army to ravish the one virgin daughter at the same time sent to redeem the other virgin daughter. Right. The difference is unprecedented. The difference is transcendent. I am thankful to be an American, but I grieve at how ignorant Americans are by God's favor on the nation of not knowing what foreign armies do to the women of a conquered people. Because it helps understand Isaiah 47. God made a huge difference in two virgin daughters. One was ravished and one was redeemed. Thank you, blessed God. Babylon was faithful to its gods. Babylon was loyal. Babylon was fervent to its gods. The daughter of Zion was unfaithful, disloyal, and committed spiritual adultery and whoredom over and over and over. And God still ravished the daughter of Babylon and forgave and redeemed the daughter of Zion. And we know the truth, that we haven't been as faithful as we could have been, and the Lord has forgiven us our sins and redeemed us. Let us hear repentant Jonah cry to God, and let's prepare our hearts with these words. Jonah chapter 2. He is in the belly of the whale, and justly so, like the remnant of the Jews were in Babylon, and justly so. Jonah chapter 2. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly, and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hadst cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depths closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me Forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord, my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee, With the voice of thanksgiving, I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. Amen and amen. Let us pray. Holy Father. Blessed God, the Lord God of Jonah, we deserve worse than a fish's belly. We deserve the lowest hell. And we thank thee and we praise thee that thou hast seen our desperate condition, our damned situation, and hast redeemed us and forgiven us And called us to thyself. We thank thee, Holy Father, that today we can cry unto thee and enter into thy holy temple through the open door and way of the Lord Jesus Christ, who opened a way into thy presence for us. We thank thee, Lord of glory, that salvation is of thee and by thy Son. We thank Thee for the victory that we have in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Heavenly Father, bless us today to remember that this may be the last time we get to worship Thee on earth. It is a privilege to worship Thee. Forgive us for all the times we have worshiped and brought Thee the lame and the blind as our sacrifices instead of our best. Heavenly Father, we forget, gladly so, all that we have ever done well with zeal for thy worship to press forward for that finish line of thy high calling in Christ Jesus our Lord. Bless us in the book of Isaiah. Bless us as we pray. Bless us as we read. Bless us as we hear a psalm. Bless us as we sing. Heavenly Father, still our hearts and still our minds from all the distracting affections and attention and direct us to heavenly things. We thank thee for this chapter of Jonah and your great mercy to one of your prophets who had a terrible spirit as we do at times. Lord, thank you for forgiving us. Heavenly Father, now bless us. Grant us the power of thy spirit. Let us have the fervency and the fearlessness that Peter and his brethren had on the day of Pentecost. Open the word of God to us that the connections will all be clearly seen as he was able to connect scriptures like he had never done before. We pray That by thy spirit you would open the word of God to us. That we might understand the rescue of your Old Testament church. That we might see the rescue by Jesus Christ of the New Testament church. And that we would remember these things and remember our latter end. That these things would be kept in our hearts. That we would love thee more than we ever have before. Heavenly Father, forgive us. Have mercy upon us. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And Lord, shower blessings of rain upon us. We pray these same petitions for all your scattered sheep around the world and for those congregations that have assembled this day in sincerity and in spirit and in truth. Have mercy upon them. And Heavenly Father, We do not just want an intellectual exercise with these 28 verses of Isaiah. We want to be stirred up that we would have passion and affection toward thee and thy kingdom like we've never had before. We thank thee for the victory of Cyrus the Persian, conquering the idols and the idol gods of the Babylonians and destroying all their soothsayers, astrologers, stargazers, and prognosticators. But we thank Thee most of all for the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ over His enemies, which He has executed once in 70 A.D. and shall execute again in a day that's coming soon, as we have heard about in our prayer room this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that the Lord Jesus Christ will be revealed from heaven in flaming fire with His mighty angels to take vengeance on all those that know not thee and obey not the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in that day we shall admire thee because we shall glorify thee actively and passively and we thank thee for that privilege. Heavenly Father, we know that there is no prince like the Lord Jesus Christ. And though we shall think upon Cyrus this day, we look to the future of the coming of the Son of God He is fairer than the children of men in their best state altogether. He is the Lord of glory, and he shall gird his sword upon him and come to battle. And we shall come to battle with him. And we thank thee for the salvation that we have in him. Heavenly Father, the words ring true to our hearts, and we're happy to sing them and say them to thee. Salvation is of the Lord. Now bless us to live it out this day and to give thee the worship that is due thy holy name, that it will come up into thy holy presence sweetly and please thee that you would be delighted in this temple worship coming out of Greenville, Simpsonville, South Carolina. It's in Jesus' glorious name that we pray, amen.